You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert. I'm leaving you people. Then Enrique Alvarez Clary. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Before we get into Husker football, I just want to shout out and acknowledge all of my St. Louis Cardinals fans out there. I hope here, uh, 10 games into the season, you guys are enjoying being 3-7 and seven and having the worst record in the National League. Ooh. Commence the text. Commence the text. Go ahead and do it, because the Cubs are 5-4, and four and they're above 500. But once again, the uh, the St. Louis Cardinals, 3-7 and seven this year. Um but oh well. Uh, okay. The Yankees are six and four. The Yankees are six and four. They can't win more than two games in a row. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Disappointing. The Cubs. The Cubs just have to eclipse eighty wins. What a revolting the, season. The Cubs just have to eclipse eighty wins, and so far they're five games into that. The American League East is the best division in baseball. Don't have a team under five hundred. Nope. The Red Sox and the. Um, Orioles are five and five. The Yankees and the Blue Jays are six and four, and the Tampa Bay Rays of of all teams are ten and zero. Yeah. So, uh, Cubsker says, "Yeah, Nick, tell them Cards fans off." That's what I'm doing right now yeah. because at the end of the season, it won't be that case. It won't be that case where they have the worst record in the in the National League. But right now, here they are. The Cardinals have the worst record in the National League, even worse than the Phillies at three and seven. They yes. So the Phillies. So here's where they're at. The they they hold it all by themselves at three and seven mm-hmm. because the Washington Nationals, which I remind you, they're over under on wins this at the beginning of the season was fifty nine and a half, fifty nine mm-hmm. out of one hundred and eighty two games. Uh, Washington is four and seven. Miami is four and seven. San Francisco and Philly are four and six, while St. Louis is three and seven. Mm. Garbaggio. So, um, anyway. Tyler says the Chicago Cubs were 500 ball is okay. A-okay. I guess so. I suppose so. Um, anyway, disc golf, Jake. The Cubs are five and four, yet still mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. We all know how this goes. They're, they'll have a wild card spot. So Cody Bellinger has been able to hit a couple home runs. Nico Horner's good. Dansby Swanson's hitting above 330. Look at that. Cubs are just fine. Uh, let's talk Husker football here. 402-464-5685. We'll say a lot of engagement on the text line so yeah. far. It's been it's been a really good day so oh, far. Oh, before we get into Husker football, let me shout out the volleyball team real <laughs> let's, fast. Let's just put it on the back burner. Let you, me shout you guys, out, let me shout you guys out are going to have to get to football in the, in the last second. Yeah, here. it's fine. Football is fine. Football is all the time. Let me shout out volleyball real quick. So Nebraska volleyball <laughs> is going to play their spring, match, their spring match in Central City yes, they at are. the Bison Dome, the Bison Center. I don't remember exactly Bison what it's Dome. called. Um the week after Nebraska football spring game. It was April 28th, I believe. Um, 29th. 29th. I know what I'm talking about. Seven days after the 22nd will be the 29th. I know what I'm talking about. It's fine. Uh, in a 2000, a little bit over seat uh, dome out in Central City, tickets sold out in like 38 minutes. People were mm. camped out for since 4 a.m. Tickets went on sale at 8 a.m. I would be surprised uh, well, actually, I wouldn't because I'm sure they had their own tickets, but I doubt there were any Wichita State fans in line at 4 a.m. out in Central City, Nebraska, waiting for tickets. Um, but shout out to Nebraska Volleyball for doing that. They're getting a ton of questions from people not even uh, related to to the Nebraska program about the uh, outdoor match that's going to take place um, next month 
which uh, Becca Alec, who spoke with the media the other day, said that one of her friends, who I don't even think she said, I don't think she goes to Nebraska, was wearing a Nebraska shirt and was asked, mm-hmm. she plays soccer somewhere else, was asked about the outdoor match that Nebraska is going to have uh, at Memorial Stadium. Um, but yesterday we spoke with John Cook, um, one of the newcomers, Merritt Beeson, the transfer from Florida, and Becca Alec, one of the returners, the sophomore uh, middle blocker from, from Waverly. Mm-hmm. And John Cook was was raving about how close this team is and how the freshmen aren't acting like freshmen. They've kind of in, in, engaged themselves with the rest of the team extremely quickly. They have six newcomers on this team and no seniors. I don't believe he said he said that he doesn't believe that anybody on the team is 21 yet. Wow. And Maggie Mendelson is still the youngest on the team, and she's been here a year. She was supposed to be in this class with these other four That's freshmen. Right. That's right. But she graduated a year early, joined the team, did did volleyball, basketball. She only took a week off after basketball season ended and then joined the volleyball team. They've been getting their practices in. Um, he mentioned that um, Kennedy Orr – so she didn't take, pl- she didn't take part in um, beach volleyball season, right? Yeah. She was just working on her indoor setting – for this entire time off. She went to Hawaii with the team, but practiced with John Cook in in an, in an indoor facility, and she's gotten this entire time just working on her setting, and he said that she's taken massive steps forward, which is going to be very important because they got the number one setter in this last yeah. year's class in Bergen Riley, who at 17 years old, I believe she's 18 now, but at 17 years old was playing with the um, world senior volleyball team for Team USA. I mm-hmm. think it was down in brazil or somewhere in south america um when they were playing down there she got a couple starts against some of the uh senior teams from around the world and held her own nothing but but glowing praise from her high school coaches from the world coaches and from john cook so kennedy or getting all of that um time uh away from beach and just working on her setting is very important for her but i was speaking with some of the other media members and if you're watching the volleyball team this year, well, you, when you when you're watching the volleyball team this year, don't be surprised if you see at least three freshmen, maybe two freshmen, starting for for some of these games. I know early in the season they're playing a couple of teams that maybe they can switch up their lineups a little bit and have some more freshmen playing and getting some time. But don't be surprised if you see at least two freshmen uh, starting as the season goes on because this this team. These these freshmen, these newcomers are extremely talented, mm-hmm. um, and a very loud group. They like to yell. They like they're very competitive, as John Cook said. Um, so this volleyball team is going to be um, it's going to be a really fun season and really interesting to see what they do going forward. Because again, no seniors, yeah, uh, no seniors on this team. Nobody over twenty one. So as Rico alluded to, in eighteen days on April 29th, Nebraska will will play Wichita State at the Bison Dome in Central City, Nebraska. Um, and then what's what's really interesting? I, I'm waiting still to hear what concert is at the at Memorial Stadium in August. August thirtieth is the uh, the day of the match against Omaha, but also they have that uh, the match earlier in the day at four thirty. I want to say between Wayne and UNK between Wayne and UNK. It's an exhibition, but yeah, the, the, yes, the exhibition matches. Um, so I'll, that'll be interesting to see kind of where uh, or who gets announced there. But as Rico said, yeah, the Wichita State match uh, against uh, the, the Shockers on April 29th at the Bison Dome. Let's go ahead, and we got to get to break, unfortunately. When we come back, uh, Austin and Strick will join Rico. Tomorrow, we'll we'll dive deep in, I I promise, promise. Maybe. We'll dive deep into the the scholarship discussion, as well as 
A um, couple texts that I got, or that we got, excuse me, that I want to think about. Ryan Mackey first said about how we're feeling about Nebraska being on the verge of missing the top four recruits in the state. And then there was another one um, that was talking about Jeff Sims as quarterback one. Uh, Waterboy asked that one earlier in the show. Um, then he said, wait a second, don't talk yet, running into Casey's. And then we never got to it. So, so you're welcome. So we'll talk about that tomorrow, especially Waterboy as well. Um, and, and those four recruits that I suppose Ryan is is alluding to would be Carter Nelson, who is the number one recruit in the state of Nebraska, uh, Davon Hall, Isaiah McMorris, and Danny Kalen. Uh, obviously, Kalen already committed to uh, Missouri, Missouri to play quarterback, right, from Bellevue West. McMorris decides not to visit Nebraska on the junior day, goes to a seven-on-seven camp, and visits USC last weekend. And then we uh, end up uh, with, with uh, who am I missing here? Davon Hall. Davon Hall. Also went to there's, the seven-on-seven there's camp. There's interest with Penn State there with mm-hmm. Davon Hall. And then Carter Nelson is visiting literally everywhere. Everywhere. So He posted like two pictures. This, yesterday he posted his visit to Auburn and his visit to – Georgia, I believe, but he posted yeah. them the same day, and I was like, "Did he go to both schools?" It's just the, the pictures when he got him back. Yeah. So, uh, Cubby Pig says, "Leave it off with the Go Cubs Go for all the Cards fans." Cubby, in a heart, and it was so easy to do that. I can really just Go Cubs Go, baby, Go Cubs Go. Cardinals fans, you guys are three and seven, worst record in the National League. Hope you lose again tonight to the Rockies. Hope Wilson Contreras strikes out some more. Even though I love Wilson, I love Wilson so much. I, I miss him. You, I know you do. I miss him. Um, okay, let's go ahead and get to break. Austin and Strick join Rico coming up next. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.